from RF Smart. This is Taking Inventory, a podcast all about better controlling your supply chain and improving inventory management. And now, your host, Sarah Archer. Welcome to Taking Inventory with RF Smart. My name is Sarah Archer. Um, I'm the digital media coordinator at RF Smart, and Taking Inventory is a podcast all about ERP, warehouse management, and of course, inventory. So I'm joined today in the studio by Matthew DeGeary, who um, is in Jacksonville. He's a software support engineer at RF Smart. And then we've got Sean, who is joining us from Paramount Automotive in California. Is that right, Sean? That's right. Awesome. So he's zooming in. Um, We've all been doing a lot of zooming in recently, but um, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. Matt, let's start with you. Um, Something our listeners might not know is that every member of our support team um, also has a software development background experience. So when you call in, you aren't just calling into a call center somewhere. You're actually talking to a real developer who understands the product. And in your case, you might have even worked on developing some of its features. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, um, I've been at our Smart now for about four years. And so done a tour in our products team to develop the product. Um, and then that's you know now in support. And so I'm working to fix um, any of the issues that customers might bring up, whether it's a NetSuite inventory problem or directly code related. Um, and so that's kind of, you know, we've tried to improve that over the years. And so now we have like our knowledge base out there that uh, has information that customers can research on. And we've also tried to make tools like this inventory reporting tool that would give customers more power for actually looking up these issues that they might have in NetSuite, diagnosing them, and trying to get to the the root cause and fixing that. So I don't want to give away any spoilers, but Matt definitely has um, some experience with this inventory reporting tool that we're going to talk about today. We've also got Sean on the line. Sean, um, you work for an RFSmart customer. And you're actually using the inventory reporting tool. Um, so can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your role and about your company? Sure. Uh, so my name is Sean. I am the director of INIT here at Paramount Automotive. Uh, we primarily focus in um, kind of Jeep and truck aftermarket accessories. So uh, the, st- the steel bumpers you see on Jeeps, a lot of those are ours. Um, we also work on like roof racks and a bunch of uh, just smaller items. Uh, our, we're headquartered in Ontario, California. We also have two other DCs, uh, one in Kansas City, Missouri, and one in Memphis, Tennessee. Um, we've been live with RF Smart for about, gosh, I want to say about a year, um, if not a little bit longer. Um, and we've been loving every moment of it. That's awesome. I have a family in Memphis, so near and dear to my heart. Two reasons to love it, my family and also the Paramount Distribution Center. And the, and the barbecue. And the barbecue. Oh, man, the barbecue is good. And the ducks that live at the hotel. Have you guys been to the, the duck hotel? What's it called? The Peabody? Um, our I, listeners I probably care very <laughs> deeply about the duck hotel. But um, no, that my family lives there. And um, as a kid, we would go visit the ducks and eat barbecue. So I'll have to go back and visit and see the distribution center. Um since that's not related to anything that we're going to talk about today, let's go ahead and jump into the inventory reporting tool. Um, so, Matt, let, let's start with you. Let's talk about how the tool came about and the reasons behind it. Yeah, sure. So, I mean, um, 
something that we had to do with NetSuite customers and just internally, right? You're going through and you see issues in NetSuite or in RSmart, and you have to diagnose those. And a lot of times that ends us back in NetSuite doing safe searches and looking at inventory and trying to figure out what actually happened through this transaction history that's hap- that exists in NetSuite's records. And so we we kept having to do the same thing over and over again, and we we're like, is there a way we can – stop repeating ourselves with this and maybe centralize it and then also give these tools to our customers to try to empower them to research this themselves. Um, it makes them feel a little more in control of what's happening inside their account. So that was the goal. And uh, now we have this tool where, you know, it's a number of searches you can kind of do and um, really just save searches and that's where you that expose the data, but they're things you may not commonly think about or, or go to look after. And they're trying to shine a light on all those dark little crevices in that suite. So I want to I want to talk um, a little bit about some best practices um, and how to utilize the tool. Um, but first, kind of let's talk about um, the research that you did and putting it all in place because um, you worked very heavily on this project, huh? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this was one where um, kind of my you know we we kind of brainstormed internally, and my managers were like, we really need to get something in the hands of customers that can help. Uh, diagnose these issues or at least identify them. Um, and so that was something that we have our knowledge base to help with that already. And that's something we've been kind of putting more and more content on as we hit common issues. We want to put them up there so that customers can research that, find the issue. But that doesn't exist for NetSuite in the same way, right? You have sweet answers, but a lot of times that's kind of very specific error messages don't easily translate to the problem you're actually seeing in NetSuite. So that was kind of the goal was um, we spent probably – I mean, a month or two months on it um, to really get it going and, and um, get the tool fully fleshed out, get all the information in there. Um, now it's something that you can install it inside of NetSuite just like you install any other bundles. And uh, it's been pretty exciting from there. I mean, it's a it's really an ongoing project for us too, right? It's something that as we're seeing more and more issues with customers or more and more issues inside of NetSuite, we're kind of finding all those other dark crevices we haven't hit yet. And as we find those, we're like, well, let's let's make something to identify those. So we've been adding to it over the past kind of year or so, and we have another round of changes we want to add to it as well. So we're just trying to prioritize those and push through them. So you talked about the knowledge base. I think that it, this is a good place to kind of pause and just let me ask, can you explain the knowledge base and explain some of the resources that are available? Because a lot of our customers don't know that this exists, and it is a game changer when you're yeah. using the knowledge base. Yeah. Oftentimes, we're able to put together an article that just highlights kind of here's what the problem is and here's some keywords that will find it for you. So it's really just a a knowledge base of of articles that you can search on, uh, type in your error message, kind of whatever you need to do to get to it. And then there's like a whole detailed step-by-step guide of like follow these steps and it will solve the problem. And like here's how you can research that. Here's how it got that way. And that ranges – I mean that anywhere from – just looking at inventory in RFSmart or in NetSuite to, you know, packing errors and shipping errors and things like that. So, And there's a lot of different articles and webinars too, right, about the inventory yeah. reporting tool specifically. Right, yeah. We actually do have webinars up there as well. I mean, we've been doing webinars for, I think, over a year now, right? Yeah. Um, so we have a, a number of webinars up there um, that are all related, I mean, to a whole host of things, right? We have ones on our PicsBin feature and on – we have one on Pick Manager now, I think, and a yeah, whole bunch so. of other stuff. So Inventory Reporting Tool has its own webinar up there. Our EDI Pack Station has stuff up there. So, yeah, tons of resources on the site. It's awesome. I'm pretty sure that by the time um, everyone is able to listen to this podcast, they will also be able to watch a webinar on the knowledge base about the knowledge base. 
So that's a good place to get started. Some meta videos. <laughs> Some meta videos. If you um, are interested in knowing more about the knowledge base, um, we kind of took a little sidebar there, but I will say go ahead and reach out to info at rfsmart.com and we can help you get set up with that. Um, that is for RFSmart customers, but there is a ton of um, resources available there for you guys. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about the tool and what it was like for you as you developed it. Um, you said that it was still this is still an evolving project, um, and so I, I want to take a moment and talk about some the way that we're addressing some of those challenges. Sure. So um, I mean, some of the the things we did initially were more of the cut and dry, show negative bins, show negative inventory the kind of obvious things you'd look for. But as that's evolved, um, one of the issues we found was decimals, right? Customers would have decimals that go out to the, the nth place, and NetSuite doesn't really show that to you well. And so it can cause weird error messages that happen in NetSuite and everything like that. So we kind of made a search that we're able to identify those. Anything that goes beyond this decimal place to this decimal place, it'll give you a report and says, here's all the problems you have. And that way you can kind of take those uh, try to shore them up to something that NetSuite likes and won't mess up and then kind of continue on your way. Um, yeah, it's it's been – we did that. We created a stock count tool. Um, that's a huge part for a lot of customers, right? You're doing wall-to-wall counts or cycle counts, and we have kind of a, a prep tool that walks you through, like, if all these things are good – then you should be A-OK on counts. Like if you don't have negative inventory, there's not differences between you know location and bin quantities, like kind of all these niche things that you wouldn't look at in NetSuite. If these are all good, then you're going to have a good time counting with RFSmart. So let's talk about the benefits to our customers. And you've named a number of them, um, but I know that you've got a customer's story about how they yeah. were able to use it to solve their problems. Yeah, so I mean it's – there's been a number of stories we've hit on um, just since we've had it done where customers have had good you know, good experience with it and to really help them get answers from NetSuite and solve inventory issues they've been struggling with for years. But there was one in particular where the customer was – they had you know, inventory that didn't add up. They look at the location. They look at the bin. They look at their lot of serial stuff and just nothing adds up the way it's supposed to. And they try to fix it and it just makes it worse. And they try to unfix it and it makes it worse and there seems to be nothing that makes it go in the right direction and they had pulled on NetSuite and they had support cases open with them and, and NetSuite couldn't figure it out either and so that was where we, we had the report inside the inventory reporting tool that showed differences between bins and locations and so I was able to get on a call with them uh, right off the bat I kind of saw like hey these location quantities aren't matching so go run this report and they were like oh this explains literally everything we've been doing for the past. <laughs> so they were – I mean it was frustrating for them in the sense that they've been trying to fix it for four months or whatever and they couldn't. And then to have it shown to them in one report and they're like, well, this is great. So then I think they spent the next couple of days trying to go through and clean up all the issues they had. Um, and then they you know, then they went to NetSuite and told NetSuite that and it was uh, – um, it was a really good success story for them. I mean, they were they're doing much better now that they have all those things sorted. And the I mean, the interesting part of that story to me was that you know they already had they had dedicated people to inventory. They had the people that knew what were going on. So as soon as they saw the report, everything clicked. Right? They were like, oh, it's this obviously. Like the the location's off from the bin. We got to go fix that. And so they they were able to take it from there, and it was it was great. I was actually talking to one of our business analysts recently um, about the inventory reporting tool, and he was sharing a story with me um, about how customers utilize this tool. Um, and we're going to talk to Sean here in just a minute. Sean, we haven't forgotten about you, but um, I do. I'm curious to know what is the best practice around using this tool. Should you be using it once a day, once a month? How? Yeah. What are the best ways to use it? Um, I mean. It, it, 
it really depends per customer, like based on the use case. But oftentimes, I mean, having negative bins is never good, right? Like it means something went wrong in NetSuite. So um, running the neg- negative bin report kind of daily or weekly, however often you can deal with that, right? I mean, that's going to differ per customers. Sure. Um, I would probably run that daily, but it, it just depends. Um, negative locations is also bad. Shouldn't really have many things at location level. So doing some other checks on that stuff is good. Um, there's also like a serial finder and a lot finder. So if you have that kind of level of inventory and you're trying to find specifically where that exists in NetSuite, if it didn't exist where you thought it was, it'll tell you right where it is. Uh, transaction history reports, you can see kind of a history of all the transactions that moved inventory for that item or in a bin or a lot of serial number. It uh, goes through all that. I mean, those are kind of the – when you're starting to, to see errors in NetSuite, digging in on those issues, it, it is really the time to flip to the tool, and it, it'll have a search for it hopefully. So I think that's a good transition to getting Sean in here. Sean, um, your team is using this tool. And so can you tell us how you're using it? How often are you using the tool? Sure. So um, we're not using it as frequently. Thankfully, knock on wood, we don't have very many uh, negative bin issues. Um, But I have seen them happen from time to time. So that's not saying that uh, it doesn't ever happen. Um, But thankfully, we we, we, we don't run into the issue as frequently. Um, I actually initially heard about this tool from your support team when we were kind of looking into, um, and Matt kind of touched on this a little bit, we had weird inventory issues when we look at the location level, and then we'd look at the bin level, and it wouldn't add up. Um, and it's the same thing. We, we talked to NetSuite, NetSuite support. We had a case open for a long time. They, they were kind of giving us the runaround. They couldn't really figure it out. Um, and so I called the RF smart help team because you guys are for some reason always available 24 seven. It's awesome. <laughs> we have um, a global presence. There's yeah. people all yeah. over. I, and I think you mentioned before you love to talk to our guy in Australia, right? He's my favorite because when, <laughs> I, when I'm like trying to debug problems and stuff, I, I can't let them go. Um, and he's been an awesome resource for me. Um, and we were looking at the negative inventory issues. It's given us a lot of insight um, into kind of how RF Smart works and how it interacts with NetSuite and how NetSuite also handles its inventory. Um, like Matt was saying, there's a lot of base functionality in NetSuite, but it doesn't really give you a whole lot of insight into what's really happening in the background. Um, and so, for example, trying to track down uh, like a sales order, if you're using stuff like pick bins, for example, when you pick something, you're actually doing a bin transfer and a pick at the same time. Um, and trying to track down something that happened months ago, you can write a safe search to do it. It'll take you, you know, 30, 40 minutes. And then sometimes it'll take you even longer to find the safe search you wrote a couple months ago. Amen. Um, I mean, <laughs> so- I've got so many safe searches, it's impossible to find like what I've written months ago. Right, exactly. Um, but this tool allows you to search for like transactions, for example, down to the specific bin, down to the lot level. Um, so it, it's, it's, it's really helpful for us to be able to look at a transaction and go, okay, this is kind of weird. Let's find out where the bin transfer is and the item fulfillment for this order so we can figure out what happened here in the background. And we immediately jump to that inventory reporting tool to find those transactions for us. So you talked a little bit about you're not using it necessarily daily, which is good news. We're happy to hear that you are not having um as, as many issues. Um, that's exciting. But I want to talk about the results um, that you have seen. So can you talk a little bit about, um, you know, with your counting and different, the way that you're using this tool, what are some of the results that you've seen? So we have actually just started doing uh, stock counts. We initially 
<laughs> it's funny. You guys suggested when we were going live that, hey, you should do a wall-to-wall inventory. We're like, ah, our inventory is probably good enough. We're going to avoid that. We'll just import it. <laughs> so we made the mistake of importing inventory. And That's as the story fun. goes, best practice is usually there for a reason. Um, <laughs> so we had inventory issues, obviously, down the road um, when a couple months. And so uh, we finished the wall-to-wall inventory using the normal bin count function. Um, but obviously, after that, you want to maintain that inventory by utilizing stock counts. And so talking to support and trying to figure out what the best way to do this is, um, we were actually blessed because the stock count prep and uh, all the stock count functions were already available in the inventory reporting tool by the time we got around to it. I think when it was initially installed, it it wasn't there. Yeah. Um, And so we were able to utilize that very quickly and figure out, hey, these are the fields we need in order to get stock count working properly. We were able to check all our negative inventories to make sure we were at a uh, a good starting point. Um, and right now we're in the final testing phases of uh, stock counting and we're about to release it for general availability to our, uh, our warehouses. I've got to say, um, I would be remiss if I didn't, didn't mention that we do have an episode on counting and um, why you should count uh, in the beginning. Um, so if you're listening and you haven't heard that, that's episode one of the podcast. It's called What Starts Right Stays Right. Um, and that's definitely a good, um, if you're trying to get your inventory under control and you're trying to figure out counting, it's a good episode to listen to. Um, one of the things, Sean, that you said to me was that you guys have learned to jump to this tool. And so this is kind of your first line of defense. Can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. I mean, it gives you, like I was mentioning before, it gives you a lot of insight into stuff that NetSuite can do in the background. You can write a safe search to pull this information but it's just so much easier to jump to this reporting tool because it's got everything readily available for you. Um, we commonly see, we, we introduced uh, lot numbers coming into RSmart and coming into NetSuite, something that we didn't really have available to us in our previous piece of software. Um, and as a result, when you introduce lot numbers and you introduce um, kind of tighter control of your inventory as a whole, you run into a lot of issues because people just in the warehouse are used to it. Um, and so we've had lot number issues, um, especially with stuff that was unlabeled. We threw it all into one lot to kind of uh, cycle that out of the warehouse as we get new stuff that is lot numbered. Um, and we also do something called, um, uh, what do you call them, unpicks or yeah. mispicks sometimes. Yeah. Um, essentially, since we do a lot of e-commerce orders and we do a lot of volume, um, Every once in a while, actually, it's, it's pretty frequently now, um, customers will call in and they'll want to cancel their order out of their, the cancellation period that Amazon or eBay would allow them. Um, and to try to kind of maintain you know, good customer support, more often than not, we let them cancel that order. Well, NetSuite doesn't really understand canceling an order after it's been picked. It's extremely hard to do so. Um, especially if you're using pick bins, because then you have to, you know, find the bin, the bin transfer. And then you also have to find the, the item fulfillment for that order and make sure that they both either get deleted or reallocated to put the inventory back where you need to put it back or where the warehouse is going to put it back. Um, and before we had written a safe search that we would essentially have to go through, filter down, find the two transactions. It was a massive pain. It's, it takes us about maybe a minute, minute and a half to do with the inventory reporting tool. So I think what, I, what I'm hearing to summarize is, you know, the results that you guys are seeing are not only is it saving you time because you're not having to spend hours um, 
looking through saved searches or um, hunting through NetSuite, trying to figure out what the problem is. But you're also, um, especially in the that unpick, um, this pick example, um, you're sol- you know you're saving time um, just by being able to address it with the tool. So um, you know saving time is one of some, sometimes it's more valuable than saving money. Honestly, <laughs> sometimes having that that time back is um, is more valuable. Um, Sean, it's always I, equivalent, right? Because yeah. you're, you're spending labor hours, and labor hours cost money. So it's yeah, exactly. Really about saving money hours that people could be um, processing orders or doing other parts of their job they're trying to spend. Um, and speaking of support, one of the the great benefits of the inventory reporting tool, and Matt, you can attest to this, Sean, you can too, is that by being able to use this tool, it reduces the number of support cases that you have to enter, which is always nice because, Sean, I know you probably would prefer to not have to call into support if you can fix the problem yourself. And Matt, you probably... Um, you have lots of calls coming in. And so being able to utilize this tool to A, help customers quickly solve their problems, but B, train them to be able to solve them themselves is really cool. Yeah. I mean, it's really about trying to empower the customers so they can actually solve these. Um, Because if we're, I mean, we have seen cases go down, but giving that, that ability for customers to troubleshoot these things on their, on their own, I think really increases their satisfaction, right? Because they don't have to call in every single time. Like every single time something goes wrong, it's like, Oh my God, let me get on the phone and call our, call NetSuite, call our smart, like call someone. And it's like, no, I just go here and I can look it up and, and figure it out in five minutes or something. Yeah. And I think a lot of our customers too, Sean, maybe jump in here, but like a lot of our customers, especially people who are the RF smart super user, NetSuite super user, whoever, um, they want to be able to master this technology. Um, and, and so I was, I was doing an interview recently with someone who was like, yeah, like, I, you know, I want to be able to, to handle this myself. Sean, what do you think about, about that? Oh, absolutely. Um, myself and definitely my team, we, we enjoy, um, being able to kind of resolve issues just right on the spot and learn as much as we can about this tool. Um, NetSuite offers uh, training and certifications, but they only really get you so far. Um, you see a lot of issues that have, like you, you just wonder how they even happen. Um, and it's just because you have, you know, lots of people using this, the system either through our smart or through other um, integrations and so there's a, there's a lot of stuff going on in NetSuite, and it's not necessarily stuff you've been trained for. Um, and being able to have those tools and being able to understand and utilize them to be able to solve issues quickly is extremely important, um, especially when you're doing stuff uh, where packages need, you know, need to go out that same day. Yeah, I think the best the best summary is what you said, Matt, is it's about empowering the customer to be able to have control in their own hands, which I think is really cool. Thanks for developing that. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, it's been great. Um, as we kind of wrap it up for today, Sean, I wanted to ask you one more question. When we get customers on the podcast, we usually just ask them, what's advice you would give to another RF smart customer? It could be about the inventory reporting tool, but it could be about something else. What What advice would you give to somebody on RF smart? If RF smart tells you that this is the best practice and you should do it, you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> trust trust um, those uh, inventory experts supply chain experts yeah yeah I mean, if they're telling you it's best practice it's probably because somebody's done it the way you've done it and it did not end up working out 
Uh, so um, the follow-up question to that is, is who did it wrong? Who didn't follow best practice and why are you telling me this? And I'm sure we have a story for you. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we didn't follow, you know, best practice when we, when we initially did inventory. Um, and there was, there were several reasons why we didn't end up following best practice. If I could do it over again, I, I definitely would have. Um, but I, I'm, I'm sure you've had customers that, you know, won't, they won't want to inventory when they're, they're coming in because it, it is very labor intensive. Yeah, for sure. It is. It's a lot of upfront um, work. And actually, when I was interviewing um, Matt and Jeremy, who did the podcast about cycle counting, they're like, that's the big deterrent, right? Is that it's a lot of a lot of work, but um, it, it ends up saving you um, on the end, uh, on the back end, because you, um, to quote them, once it's once it starts right, it ends up staying right, which is good. But when it on the occasion that it doesn't, because we're all humans and we make errors, we've got the inventory reporting tool to have our back and make sure that we can um, continue to have accurate inventory. For sure. Definitely. Well, guys, um, before we go, is there anything that you want to add, Sean or Matt? Anything you want to say? No? No? All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for being here. Sean, thanks for zooming in. Matt, thanks for your expertise. Um, Sean, thanks again. Matt, thanks again. For those of you tuning in, remember to subscribe um, to the podcast. You can subscribe on Spotify, Apple Music, Google, Amazon, YouTube, all of the places that you like to stream podcasts. Um, this is available for you to listen to. And uh, if it helps you, it will probably help somebody else that you know. So make sure you share it with a friend. Um, again, I'd just like to say thanks to Matt and Sean. And thanks for those of you listening. And we will talk to you again real soon. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.